Hello, and welcome to the AL Cleanup Crew, a D&D live play podcast. Tonight, the party continues on the adventures based on Out of the Abyss. We play almost every Wednesday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So if you'd like to watch live, join us at twitch.tv slash rallysecurity. What will happen this week to our brave adventurers? We will find out in this episode of Out of the Abyss. Um, all right, so last time on uh, the cleanup crew, uh, I think two weeks ago now, uh, you all had traveled uh, through uh, the Underdark Ways after encountering a, uh, a, a tower, a magical tower with lots of uh, magical creatures inside. But that's true. Yes, they were very scary. Um, and- I thought that was someone sneezing and actually saying a chew. <laughs> I think that might be my dog. Um, yep. <laughs> it, is, it is definitely uh, your dog. Yeah. Let me uh, just open up the door uh, and uh, I will deal with my dog. You can keep going. Okay. All right. So you had traveled from the Adamantine Tower. Uh, you had uh, Foundry in the Underdark to a, uh, a whole bunch of um, let's see, trying to get back there now oh yeah you found this uh oh that's right it was the maze so you you found yourselves in this uh this kind of open area this long uh rift in the earth and uh traveling to the other side you found what looked like a two large stacks of skulls in some sort of ritual circle uh stepping out of the shadows uh by the ritual circle was a knoll who introduced themselves eventually as Gash. Um, I think you all healed them and showed uh, Gash some kindness. And so they were just stunned that somebody had done that. They had never experienced any kind of kindness in their life. And so Gash uh, revealed to you that he'd actually been sent to, to lure you in to the Minotaurs. Um, but that now that you had healed him, now that you had helped him, he couldn't do that. In fact, he was very adamant that you you not go into the labyrinth because that's where the Minotaurs were, supposedly. And then you traveled through the labyrinth and you encountered no Minotaurs because of the way the worlds went. So then you left the labyrinth and you traveled for several days uh, or you left the maze. Excuse me. You left the maze and traveled for several days until eventually you came up upon this chamber up ahead. You heard the the marching of feet. And it sounded like um, uh, some some sort of creature up ahead. And looking over the rise, uh, you actually see what looks like a column of some sort of construct. Uh, and I'm going to start some music here. There we go. Uh, and or some some underground ambiance. Uh, so yeah, that's where we left off last week, and that's where where we will pick up this week. Um, so as you're looking, uh, Gash kind of smells the air and sniffs, lifting up his head, and he says, uh, something doesn't smell right. Have you seen these types of creatures before? Uh, no. Uh, these, uh, I, I can't. So what's weird is I hear it, but I don't smell it. It smells dusty. <laughs> And have you, uh, can you remember ever smelling something similar in the past that smells dusty, if you will? Ah, uh, it's weird. It smells like, 
dust from all over. Dust I've smelled before. Places I've smelled before. But lots of places. Uh, on a side note, I believe you ran into some Mondrani-like creatures uh, when you uh, fought the Beholder. The party did, yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. But uh, uh, Vigorn did not meet them, but uh, the party did meet some Modroni-type creatures after they battled the Beholder. That is true. Mm-hmm. You all, the, the party would be familiar with these. Mm-hmm. They look I'm not like sure. snitches. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm not sure about the 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 lead creature. I don't know if anyone's seen one of those, but uh, yeah. Well, that's just disturbing. Yeah, that's AI art that should not exist. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Are they flying or are they crawling on the ground? They are marching. A cur- a curious procession of creatures marches along the tunnel below your position. Twelve of the creatures are identical, each one a round body, spindly arms and legs, a pair of fluttering wings rising above its arms, and a single eye staring out over a wide, smiling face. And at the column's head stands a creature that looks like an inverted pyramid held up by six legs. It scuttles like a crab. On each side of its body, an eye is set above a mouth. Under the mouth, a single arm grips a spear in its hand. Uh, if- if there is time, Raka, if as long as they don't march away, Raka would like to start just studying the one that seems to be in the lead and try to observe them over time. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, Gorn, you like to build things. Anything anything you recognize? Uh Vigorn is super excited about these, but wanted to let other people uh, uh uh say say things. Didn't want to stop on people's lines. Yeah, so Raka uh, moves up, takes a position, and starts, you know, kind of peering at them, assessing things, looking at how they move and how they could move. Um, and Raka, they get to about here. I think they're 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 moving uh, pretty fast, but also carefully. So, well, I should say they are moving carefully. Um, so you, you don't think you're going to lose them, but if you spend maybe another minute observing them, they might at that point have walked by. Okay. If it's possible to assess the leader's strength in AC, I'll try to derive that while other folks are kind of deciding what to do. Sure. Yeah. So looking at, uh, the creature and assessing it, you, you think, um, it would probably go about like this. Whisper time. All right. All right. Got it. So Rob is just going to stay fixated while while the party's kind of making decisions. Uh, Vigorn is going to introduce himself and walk up, if that's permitted. Uh, oh, hello, I'm Vigorn. Uh, and look, I have a creature that's kind of like you. And I point at my cannon here. So, oh, and my fly, my mechanical fly, too. So as you step out and, and reveal yourself, the, the tri-drone at the front says, Platoon, halt. <laughs> and they come to a stop, and they're they're looking at you. And and Vigorn, as you get approached and you're, you're greeting the tri-drone, it kind of steps forward. Um, the rest of the monodrones have, like, presented arms, and they're looking at you. Um, they, they seem to be... Oh, Sorry, they seem to be taking up a defensive posture, but uh, as you're looking over them, 
um, you you hear the words um, uh, from them. March, like 17, Magnus lost, March. Um, and you hear like, uh, oh, yep. So you, you hear some words. Uh, they sound like clicking and popping noises. Um, so does anyone speak Modru? No. 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 Yeah. What about uh, spells to magically hear other languages? Uh, no. <laughs> awesome. Okay. So we'll uh, reverse. Oh, well, I've, got I've got speak with animals, but I don't think these are actually animals so no no so um okay so we're gonna revise a little bit uh you did hear some uh shouted words but you're not able to make out what they are um and as you approach vigorn um you hear these uh the single-eyed creatures like muttering something um and this one steps forward and says um Think that uh, go for go for do you do you know what they're saying? You're getting the Winnie Pooh think 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 <laughs> at me again. Uh, hmm. We got all to the odd word mechanism. Um, let's see. What could I do that could? Uh, I start speaking in other languages just to see if they know any other language besides with the language they're speaking. So I'll move to deep speech, I move to elvish, and I move to undercommon. <laughs> um, so each time you change languages, the tri-drone seems to repeat what it's saying, but slower. <laughs> Is it pulling an American? Is it speaking slowly and loudly? Yes. <laughs> uh, Raka stops. Um, Oh, I'm sorry, Vigor. Were you casting something? No, 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 no. I didn't mean to. Do, I accidentally pressed that button. Oh, okay. Uh, Raka's going to, uh, now that she's studied them, these things look puny. Maybe if we show them what we're looking for, they can help us. And then um, she's going to cast Minor Illusion and try to present a, uh, a figure of a demon, since I know we're trying to get demon parts, and see if they react at all. Uh, they do. You present the illusion of this thing, and there's a a gasp and a. <laughs> and they start like getting their spears, and they, they they take up a defensive position. They don't seem to recognize that it's an illusion. They think uh -huh. this thing has just appeared in front of them. Mm -hmm. Which illusion did we make? It, it was a, a vision of a demon, since yeah, we're collecting demon. demon parts. Uh, and then there's a tired but resounding war cry, and they rush towards the image, and they're they're, oh. they're stabbing it. <laughs> mm -hmm. And Rock is going to say it's it's not real, and and um, makes the image disappear. Oh, and she's going to try to stand up and, and look impressive. A very tired cheer goes up as they have defeated whatever. That was. <laughs> oh man! We'll bring it back. <laughs> <laughs> you bring it back yeah <laughs> all right there's a very confused dismayed <gasps> and then they go back to very very determined still tired but they're they're like stabbing in the image and they're very confused Rock, Rock, the ground runs away though 
<laughs> okay. I wanted to give them the the satisfaction of chasing it off. Oh, that's um, nice. <laughs> Uh, it runs off. You see the tridrone kind of says something to them uh, and they, they halt. They kind of like not really skid to a halt. One of them runs like face first into a mushroom. They they seem super tired, but they like pick themselves up and they get back in formation and they go back to their they're saying something and uh, give me an insight check at disadvantage. So before that, if you don't mind, if they seem tired. And they're they're obviously kind of clockwork creatures. Uh, if you're okay with it, Finner would approach the tridrone and attempt to cast mending on it. Okay, yeah. So you approach. You can see there's definitely like dents, uh, some scratches and things. Um, the the leader kind of makes a like open. It, it's got like spears in its hand, but so it it like kind of uh it almost like presents them like a salute but also kind of like a uh you know holding you know no har- harboring no ill will kind of like it's not pointed at you it's just kind of like a you know salutation almost it seems um and as you cast mending some of the scratches dents and uh like cuts into it um disappear or are mended into it um, and it, it kind of looks at itself uh, in in amazement um, and, and says something and you hear um, uh, what uh, I think it was uh, Toy Story with the the, the claw. Right? Yeah, that, that scene, the little aliens, yeah, the the claw. Aliens, and, and they're Man! all like amazed by the claw. It's <laughs> that kind of like. Ah, you hear uses who will stay and who will go. <laughs> <laughs> you see, you hear that kind of like sound from the Modrons as they see the Tridrone getting healed or mended. And as you look over and you see that the, the rest of the monodrones have like, you know, cuts and scrapes similar to the Tridrone. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vigorn is going to see... That um, Fenner is, you know, doing the more socially appropriate thing and and offering to help. And Igorn is going to start mending. He's copying uh, his friend uh, Fenner. But uh, he's like, oh, 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 yeah, well, I can do that, too. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So you, you start moving through your your mending uh, these these monodrones and the tridrone. Uh, each one that you mend, uh, some of them take a little more mending than others. So. Um, you're, you're like 30 seconds into this, um, when you hear like, a uh, and kind of sense this like thudding vibration from the South where the, the, the column of, of, uh, drones came from, uh, and stomping into view, uh, uh, you see, uh, this creature before you, Ooh, uh, uh or can you see this creature? Yeah, yep. queens in. Yep. yep. So stopping into view, there's like a, a low laugh. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, you you hear like the tri drone looks up, notices it. There's like a trill, um, and the the monodrones go go back to like forming up uh, their ranks. They sound like super dismayed uh, by it, but they're they're gonna do their best here. Is that is that thing chasing you? And I point at it and uh, try to 
uh, try to insight from their posture, their expressions on their face. Uh, if uh, they are intimidated by this creature and that, uh, that this creature means uh, to threaten them with harm. Yeah. Um, um, so where they, they kind of sounded like tired and determined when facing uh, you and like, you know, uh, pointing their weapons at you, they sound uh, very determined. Like they still sound tired, but uh, it seems like to them, this was a much bigger threat. And the Tridrone is, is uh, saying something to them as this golem like is, is marching up. Uh, it seems to be some sort of uh, rousing speech. <laughs> right. Uh, Vigorn will look around at the party and say, oh, I think we need to save the, our little robot friends. Uh, <laughs> and uh, he will prepare to take a, uh, a star off his robe of stars. And uh, if it looks like this thing is indeed being threatening to his new robot friends, he will throw a magic missile. That's that thing. All right. So this thing seems to is approaching in a threatening manner. Uh, it sure doesn't seem like it's here for hugs. So let's go ahead and roll <laughs> a shot. All right. <laughs> Diptera. <laughs> oh, I had the Diptera token selected, but uh, plus seven to my initiative, and I still only roll an eleven. with this group that might be better for you all if Roger does not go first uh, I don't know if you intended for us to see the initiative role for our adversary but it popped up eh. just so you know yeah it's fine yeah. alright so we got Rocket go for Fenner, Roger and Diptera huh. yeah Diptera is me I had his token selected Accidentally. Uh, all right. So, so we'll we'll go ahead and uh switch that up if that's okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's see. Vigorn, you were uh six. What's your dexterity? Um my initiative uh is uh <laughs> I rolled a three and uh uh so what's I your total next base stat? Uh, uh, my initiative is plus three and I rolled a six. So yes, uh, total. What's your dexterity score? Oh, my dexterity score is a 16 or a plus three. All right, there we go. All right, so everybody should be in. Let's go ahead and do some initiative uh, music. Yeah, a lot of DMs use your base dex score as like a little point on the end of your initiative roll just to help. Okay. It's a tiebreaker. Okay. Huh, I didn't know that. Yep. Um, All right, Rocco, you are up first. All right. Uh, Raka is a bit far away, so she is going to adrenaline rush to get some uh, distance here. That will let her dash on a bonus action. Move 30 feet to about here. And then she'll take her full movement another 30 feet up to the corner. Uh, And then 
since she is 10 feet away, um, I'd like to pull out my, actually, I'm not going to do that. Um, she's going to go ahead and, uh, use, where is it? Uh, go ahead and pull out her ring of shooting stars and is going to create a ball of lightning right above the creature. And I just have to find where the heck that thing is. Just one moment. Sorry about that. Here's the ring. Let me display it. And ball lightning. Alright, so that is a... Dex save. 15. Oh, it's, it's super dexterous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ooh, nice. All right. So that will be ooh, 27 points of lightning, I'm assuming. Yes, lightning damage. All right. And... Oh. It has uh, advantage against magic. Doesn't matter. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. It's going to take the. Uh, you said it was 27? That's right. Got it. Okay, very good. And that's everything Rocket can do. So she'll stay here and uh, growl at the creature and try to egg it on towards her. All right. Uh, we'll move on to uh, Tridrone, uh, who is going to throw three javelins. And a crit for the last one. The first two are going to miss. But the last one, you see it like really taking aim real carefully and then throwing for uh, three damage. (laughs) And that was to me, right? Uh, No, no, that was from the Tridrome throwing it at uh, throwing the javelins at this. Gotcha. Misunderstood. Okay, nice. Yep, yep. All right, so that was its turn. Go for it. All right. Fenner, you need some help over there? I need help? Yeah. Uh, I may I may after I approach this thing, but I don't like I'm 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 healthy currently. All right. Um, but sorry, bonus action, click my heels. Mm-hmm. And then um, I will shoot this dude with my bow. Okay. Nice. 25 will hit for sure. Mm-hmm. Roll damage. No sneak attack because you don't got allies and I don't think you have advantage from anything. Seven piercing. Got it. And is that a short bow? Is that a short bow plus one? It's just a short bow. Just a short bow. Not magical. Yeah, I haven't picked up a magical short bow yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, is your non-magical bo- short bow made of adamantium? 
perhaps. No. no. Okay, so we'll we'll so we'll watch that stink off, and I go. Yeah, yeah. So it actually it hits it right in the eye, and it just turns and looks at you. Doesn't seem to have. It's that scene from the Superman movie with the bullet hitting the eyeball. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That, that's my turn. Thunder, uh, your turn. Thunder uh, is going to. Don't want to use my bonus action for Sunblade, so he is going to move up. Oh no! Um, Sorry, I just realized that, like Gopher's, uh, Gopher's arrow. The crit from the Tridrone is also non-magical. I had halved it, but it is uh, actually going to get those three HP back from that crit. <laughs> That's a sad. Sorry, no. Finner. So you're going to you're moving up. No, no problem. Yep, uh, Finner is going to move up um, to here, giving Raka a little space. And he doesn't want to use up his bonus action bringing up the Sunblade, so he'll bring up his Longsword, which is magical. It's a plus one. And we'll take his two attacks. So the first one is 20 to hit for 12. Just barely hits. You, you hit. And that one will miss. And that one will miss. The The first one just barely carves into it a bit. Uh, you can see it leaves a little bit of scar, but the, the second one uh, just uh, seems to hit like a more reflective surface in its armor. The angles aren't right, and it just doesn't land. Um, and then he will um, bonus action uh, cast Spiritual Weapon at um at so uh it originally comes out at second so i'd have to do fourth level to get the additional damage um spiritual weapon put right spiritual weapon and he'll bring it up right there to his right and so that would be a 26 to hit from spiritual weapon for 11 damage. And it comes up in the in the form of a of a warhammer. All right. Uh and that will be for sorry. No, no, yeah. uh, 11 damage. Yep. Uh I'm just looking for a spiritual weapon for you. Uh, right? Sorry, that just you you did just spiritual weapon, right? Yep. Okay. Um, what did we use last time? Uh, I think there was something that looked a little bit like a yellow sword or staff, maybe that popped up. I promise before the next one, I will, uh, <clears throat> before the next one, I will go ahead and uh, I'll create a token that would probably be helpful. Uh, okay. I think... Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll use the anvil for the moment. 
Uh, okay. Yeah, if you could put it to the other side of me, I just wanted to make sure that Raka had plenty of room. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, there we go. Takes you level force. Um, was that it for Funner? That's it. All right, Roger. Fireball. Oh, Roger. Well, <laughs> he would, except his buddies all rushed in. He was hoping they would give him a little more space to work with. But he will come There's over space. here. There is space behind it if Roger wants to fireball. Yeah, Roger speaks Abyssal and has a little limited knowledge on demonic things. He doesn't think fire is probably the answer here. What? On this thing? It's not a... We're we're here hunting demons. Uh He's trying to be a little bit more intelligent. This uh, he thinks is, the uh, anvil is a good idea, and he's going to drop his over here and make it swing at the guy. Uh-huh, uh-huh. This thing uh, looks to be to be made of metal, correct? Yep. Mm-hmm. Fifteen will miss. Oh, this is. <laughs> I miss with a plus twelve to hit. Holy crap! Hold <laughs> on with the fireball, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe next turn. (laughs) Instead, Uh, he's just going to use his bonus action to... uh, And that was an upcast, by the way. He he likes the idea of the upcast fireball, or upcast spiritual weapon. Um, He's learning from his friends. He he can grow as a person and learn how to do more damage. A 26 to hit for 12 frost damage. Uh, let's it does. It does take the 12 frost damage. Anything else wrong? He's just going to sort of like try and hide underneath one of the limbs of this giant mushroom flower thing here. And oh, that'll be good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, okay. And then we'll move on to Vigor. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vigorn runs down here and slides down the little cliff a little bit. Rocks scattering as he slides. And uh, he will... uh, uh, He will... uh, He has a plan. Just need to find the spell. Ah, No, I can't find it. He will... All right, well, now I'm going to type in the word because I can't find it. Nope. Oh, there it is. He will cast haste at um, Raka, if she's willing. Excellent. Yes. And uh, then his uh, his little robot friend, 5, 10, 15, come over here and will shoot at the uh, 18. Uh, so for your cannon friend, that's... Mm-hmm. Uh, Force damage. Yep, yep, yep. So your uh, cannon friend, did you use your action to summon it? Uh, he's always been around. I'm trying to remember about. Hey, for for your for your uh, Eldritch cannon, you can bring it up. Uh huh. So I think at the beginning of the test, right? Yes. Eldritch Cannon. Um, 
Once you create a cannon, you can't do it again. So again, until you finish long rest, or until you spell, spend expend a spell slot to create one. Uh, and it lasts for an hour. It if disappears if it is reduced to zero ah. points or after one hour. Okay. Uh, I guess my uh, cannon is not going to go off. My cannon does not exist. Okay. Uh, that's a good catch. I have not been playing that way. Uh, right? What bonus actions do I have? <laughs> yeah, I uh, I played an art uh, an artillerist recently, and uh, uh, the DM called that out, and I was like, "Oh, I have no idea." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, right. Uh, right. All right. Well then, uh, that's a good uh, good catch there. Uh, you. Why does music I, suddenly sound like Jeopardy? <laughs> Let's see. Uh, cast haste. It's an action, and I don't have any bonus actions. Uh, let's see. Do I have any bonus actions I can do? Uh, right. Uh, nope. I guess uh, my. I guess uh, nothing is going to happen. End of turn. All right. We'll move on to the monodromes. So they. Uh, Hold and action. You see them uh, like weapons forward, and they seem to like tense, and they they seem to be ready in action. On its turn, uh, it's going to move through. It starts rushing forward, moving through Fenner, and it starts running towards these creatures. And it's charging forward, and you can see it's aiming for, like, one right in the middle of the pack. Uh, Fenner and Rafka, as it leaves your uh, combat space, you get the attack of opportunity. Ooh, that is good. I didn't know you could do that move through the PCs with an enemy. Difficult terrain. Yep. Spiritual weapons don't get uh, attack of opportunities, do they? They're not creatures. Or a spell effect. 21 for 9. 21 for 9. Got it. So you see the, the mono drone in the middle um, realizes it's the one in the middle and it's right in line for where this one is. This this big construct is running towards it. It looks left, it looks right, and then it kind of tenses itself. The golem charges forward and uh, its leg kicks out and the monodrome <laughs> goes flying. Nice. Um, okay, so with that, it's going to take another swing. At another <laughs> uh, I had a couple of minutes before this game started, so I uh, figured I'd go with um, yeah, that's <laughs> that's that's not gonna go well. All right, so that was its turn. <laughs> Rocket's your turn. All right. Well, she's going to scoot a bit closer, and Rocka wants to be near others, so she's going to scooch up next to Vigorn. Um, and she is hasted, so with lightning speed, she's going to take some actions against or some uh, great axe wings against it. Yep. Yep. Ooh, yes. That will hit. Ooh. That will also hit. 
Oh, no, that's a miss. And actually, uh, let's see. So I get uh, an extra action. Oh, boo. Two misses. Oh, but you know what? With that second one, I'm going to use a precision uh, strike Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh, with my superiority die and roll an extra 1d10. Oops. uh, Let me do this instead. Uh, Plus eight. Excellent. All right. Can you only do that one per turn or... The hasted action? No, the precision. I think you can do it. Oh, the precision. I I don't know if it specifies it necessarily. That's a good question. I'll double check. Okay. If you wanted to do that for the 17 as well, that's fine with me because I think it's per attack if if you want to spend the resource. Um, Otherwise, I need damage for for three. Okay. I'll hang on to it for this one. So the first one is 10 points of damage plus... The six, I'm going to re-roll because that is crappy. Got a one. Re-roll the d6, I think it is. Nope. Or no, it's a d12. Yeah, Yeah, why would I? Oh, that'd be a six. All right, slightly better. So that's a nine for that second one. All right, 19. And then last one, eight points of slashing damage. 27. Yes, that sounds right. Okay. And let's see. Bonus action. Going to curse the target. Should have done that first, but that's all good. Um, Hexblades curse. And that'll be... Oh, uh, and then um, I have to add that eight for the precision strike, I believe, on top of the damage, too. Let me just double oh, check. Oh, no, it's uh, nine. Uh, yes. Ten, nine, and eight. Twenty-seven. Oh, um, the, I also rolled a d10 for the precision strike, and I get to add that extra eight as well. So it was eight, then ten, then six, then eight, right? So 27 plus eight. Or am I going nuts? Did you already account for that? Nope. So it's 8 plus 10 plus 9 plus 8? Uh, yes, plus 9. That's right. Plus 8. Cool. All right, Math. Wrong. It's 35. Good, good stuff. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we figured it out. Or you did. All right. I think that's it. Um, okay. All right. We'll move on to the tri-drone. Um, you hear a very angry tri-drone uh, as it charges the, the monodrones. Um, yep, I already have it marked. It's a little squiggly, um, squiggly icon on it. Uh, the drone is going to run up. It draws two more javelins uh, instead of throwing it. Or no, it throws its javelins. It doesn't have any more, so it's going to do fist attacks. It's going to try to punch it. So it spins around. Ah, <sighs> buddy. Oh, no. oh, the last one. <laughs> Not a crit. Um, and it is like the spinning pyramid whirling uh, and striking it. You see the last one finally hits, uh, but doesn't do any damage to it. Uh, go for your turn. Uh, I'm gonna beep, 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 move up on him. Yep. Give him a stabity stab. All right. Stabity stab. The, the ill resist. Oh no. Mm. Oh no. Okay. Um, and then the 
offhand stabby stab. Uh huh. Yeah. Um. Oh. Oh my. Oh. Hmm. Uh. Hmm. Oh. Precision or? Did you cover? Did you steal my die? Lucky feet <laughs> or? Uh, um, that's kind of it. Um, let's see. I can add a D4 to it, but I don't know. No, 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 <laughs> no. All right. Next. All right. We'll move on to Fenner. Next time. Fenner is going to raise his hand. Uh, wait, first, he's going to slide his uh, his longsword back in his scabbard, raise his hand to uh, his, his amulet of soon and say... Let's see how it gets hot in the kitchen, and uh, we'll cast heat metal. Oh, just to see what happens. So, yeah. um, so that would be eleven fire damage. All right. So, uh, what's the full text of heat metal? I uh, hear you. I will put it up for you. Oh, I didn't mean to roll. I didn't mean to. Cast it again. Hold on. Display VTT. Here we That's go. Right. So uh, choose a manufactured metal object um, uh, that you can see within range. You cause the object to glow red hot. Any creature in physical contact with the object, which in this case it is the object, takes 2d8 fire damage when you cast the spell. And I can use a bonus action on my turns for it to... Um, to to cause the damage to continue. Nice. Uh, if a creature is holding, whether, yeah. So there's a, I don't know how this works. If a creature is holding a or wearing an object and takes damage from it, the creature must succeed on a con saving throw or drop the object. But in this case, there's nothing to drop. Well, spiritual weapon isn't concentration. Um, it uh, so it is not. Yeah, I think this becomes concentration. Uh, okay. Yeah, I think a golem is a manufactured metal something. Um, Wait, spiritual weapon isn't concentration? No, Why did I think it was no, concentration? It's, it's, it's it pretty, is not. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, all right, so <laughs> I'm, I don't remember if this spell works against this creature specifically. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and, and roll with it, and um, sorry if that's not supposed to be this way. So you see this creature glow uh, red hot. Um, and you see, as it does, uh, this cherry red golem seems to... So you see some of the like scrapes and scratches and dents uh, seem to reform and heal. Good lord. Sure. I, uh, I'll be dropping concentration on my next go, but uh, I'll move up spiritual weapon up and with my bonus action and take a, another swing. All right. Uh, well, that that seems to have been a, a failed experiment, guys. Back to the old the old uh, brute force. Mm-hmm. And so that would be. 24 to hit. Yeah, a good bit of that healing uh, seems to uh, go away. For eight force damage. And um, that is the... So do I... Can I drop concentration on this 
turn and just have heat metal go away. I'm not going to use a bonus action to do to do it again, obviously. Yep. Yeah, my understanding is that you can drop concentration at any time, though action required. It's a uh, free action. There's there's oh. no such thing as free action, but my understanding is you can do it at any time. <laughs> uh so uh my my green dotted uh spiritual weapon will just assume has moved up beside the golem and that will be end of turn for me. Okay. Uh is there okay or do you want to yeah, that's fine. Okay. Yeah, just where it can reach it. All right, we'll move on to Roger. All right, now suddenly understanding that spiritual weapon is not a concentration spell. This changes everything. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I seriously thought it was. Um, so, floating right over the top of this guy. You no, know, a few feet up in the air, just over his head. Oh, I don't have an icon for it, but a draconic spirit is going to appear like five feet over his head. Didn't we have a. I thought we had an icon for that. I, I thought we did. I just drug out the one that was labeled draconic spirit, but it doesn't. Uh, a, it might have been for my game when I was DMing. Yeah, let's go ahead and delete this and delete that. And then if you scroll down to where the, the characters folder. There's a Draconic Spirit there. Oh, there. Uh, how big is it? And it is... No, it's... Uh, let's see. That's... Oh, what? oh, that's spiritual weapons. Sorry. Uh... That's a lot of text. Uh... Um... Large, uh, large strike. All right, very good. So yeah. it is taking up that space, and it is floating just over the uh, the thing's head. Um, and so where's the wing? Um, and it is a blue dragon spirit. Okay, and. It will uh, multi-attack, so it gets two of these. Wow, okay. Oh, no, that's damage. Uh, oh, it uses my spell attack. Attack. Oh, it takes a turn immediately after you. Okay. Um, I'm also going to have my spiritual weapon come up and attack him, but I'll roll that next. Because uh, right. we're in the, the middle of this. Hit. 28 hits for the 8 magical dragon damage. And then it will breathe a 30-foot cone. Uh, It'll try and okay. kind of come out this way. Try and avoid Fenner and Raka. However, it has to, like, angle that, you know, put a little curve mm-hmm. on it. Yeah, go ahead and drag that out. Let's see, because I, I don't know that you can... Do that from that angle, but you have. How do I? Uh, let's see. Line cone. Uh, you said it's 30 15 foot. Or 30 foot. 30 foot. Because I think if I put start it here and make it come this way, I can make it avoid both of them. Uh, let's see. There's some kind of way to get that thing to do the 
I don't know how to do that uh, special AOE thing that you guys use. Me either. Is ten foot? Basically, oh, I would do. What are you looking for? Uh, uh, ten foot, thirty foot, thirty foot, thirty oh. foot AOE cone. All right, so I put that there. I click this, and a cone, a cone, a cone, a cone, a cone. Where is and the? And what cone? did you click to get it to that? Oh, uh, there's a plugin, uh, a cone angle. <laughs> I don't know if this is going to help. All right. From Roger. Oh, it's from the dragon. Oh, from the dragon. Whoops. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. It's at a 90 angle. I don't know if you can yeah. that, but. <laughs> oh no! It's gonna hit somebody, no matter yeah, how. It's I do gonna it, hit I think. somebody somehow. Hey, do it towards me as do it towards me as opposed to go for. Well, the, is the that thinner? Is it a deck save? Yeah. Yeah, it's a uh, spell DC. Uh, yeah, it's better for it to be targeting towards me. That's true. I was just more thinking about you. I, you've got to have less hit points than I do. <laughs> Yeah, so. Does it go for consent to whatever this is? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Blast me, Dan. <laughs> oh, it's a DC 18 deck save. Uh, okay, so DC 18, you said? Go for Anita yep. deck saves for me as well. Uh, the Iron has advantage and rolls poorly, regardless. Nice. And Gopher, you have sufficient levels in Rogue to have evasion, right? Yes. Nice. So I take no damage. Takes no damage. And how much is uh, is it seven seven damage, Robert? It's seven cold damage. Seven cold damage. Right, yeah, I only have a plus one to dex. Thank you, Gopher. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we'll do that. Anything else for Roger? Uh, well, I got to roll the uh, attack for the... Um... The, uh, spiritual weapon. Oof, that's a miss. Um, I don't think I can make that hit, so, yeah, we'll let that ride. Alright. So move on to Vigorn, then? Uh, yep. Uh, let's see. Uh, alright. I will use my action to uh, make my uh, friendly neighborhood uh, thingy bobber. I'll put him right there and he will uh, shoot as my bonus action. Alrighty. Alright. For a, oh well, never mind that. 14, I don't think a 14 hits. 14 unfortunately misses. Alright. That was my action and that was my bonus action. End of turn. Alrighty. I just moved the dragon over to the side so it's easier for people to see the ground. Mm-hmm. Thanks. <laughs> All right. So, uh, as one, their action goes off. You see arcing towards this big golem, pincushioning it. Six 
nine, ten, ten javelins. Do, 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 do. Sticking out of the golem. And we're going to move on to the golem. Uh, so, on its turn, it's got, uh, let's see, lots of targets. Uh, we're gonna roll some dice here to figure it out. So we've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Alright, so from, uh, its southeast... Uh, let's see. So a five. One, two, three, four, five. Uh-oh. So it rolls its attack. Er, it can also attack up at the dragon. Actually, no. It's gonna. It's not gonna attack. Uh, it's going to instead. It kind of takes a deep breath and breathes out. <laughs> Uh, so that's gonna be... I really wish I knew how to use the, the cone, but actually it doesn't have a 15 foot. Um, oh, you want... Oh. Yeah, mm -hmm. if there's like a 15 foot option, that would be great. Yep. Alright. Alright. We'll put it there. And then let's get the AoE button here. And then we'll do 15 foot cone. Oh, it does have a 15 foot. Yep, 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 yep. 15 foot cone. Oh, 5E cone. I guess I'm supposed to use that. Uh, all right. Like uh, right there. Oh, no. Ah, right there. Okay. Con saving throw. Right. So Raka and Vigorn or Vigorn and Roger and random little dude. Yeah, it just oh no, there we go. There we go. Hey, mm -hmm. three people. All right, so Vigor and Raka go. <clears throat> Raka is just going to kiss her periaptive proof against poison. Oh, and no. Say, I, I don't take your poison damage. What's the damage or save, you said? Uh, it is a DC 19 constitution saving throw. Ooh. Or taking some poison damage. Ooh, look at that! Right on the number. Uh, I'm gonna roll it just for for funsies. Um, so that's ten d eight poison damage. Ooh, thirty nine. I think that's a little little below Whoa, average. Nineteen yeah. would be. So that's a nineteen that. damage. Unless your racial ability gives you resistance against poison. Mm, or, sorry, no. it's uh, 39 divided by 2, so 19, yep. Yep. All right, I need to make a con save on my haste. Uh, my uh, concentration. I do get to roll with advantage because uh, that's one of my abilities here. You have the Warcaster feet. Yep, yep. All right, 22. Nice. Uh, I, I think that beats up. any 
Yeah, uh, I t- did take 19 damage from the poison, but I, I think uh, it is the damage halved or test. So yep. Yep. You, you would have succeeded regardless. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So that's good. And yeah, just take your damage and we'll keep on rolling. Rockets, your turn. All right. More swings. This time, Rocket is going to use a goading attack to try to draw the robot towards her. Oh, it's you're definitely its focus after it uh, exhaled <laughs> and you didn't seem to be affected. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, That's 24 hit. Um, uh, what the heck? I'll try to Ooh. make that hit. Well, you know, I'll try to make it hit. I'll roll d10. Yep, yep, yep. Yep, just <gasps> hey, hits. Hey, just barely. Nice. So two. Ugh, I'll take that one. Three hits. All right. All right. 14, 16, there was so much controversy okay. next time. We're just going to skip to the machine doing the, the math here. And we'll add a six to that as well for the precision strike. Yep, yep, yep. And, oh, you know what? For the goading attack, I forgot. That that actually requires a wisdom save. Okay, okay. Um, is that, does that, could you put the, the text for, for that? Yeah, it's right above the first strike. Uh-huh. Okay, so it's it's just a, a saving throw. It's not like a charm or anything like that. Right. Gotcha. gotcha. Alright, so it will do a wisdom saving throw advantage. But uh, oh, I'm pretty yes. sure it was going to hit you regardless. <laughs> right at you. Nice. Alright. And uh, I don't think any of those were crits. Nope. Alright, that's it for me. Right, we'll move on to the Tridrone, who does the spinning, uh, punching attack again. Uh, Gopher, your turn. Sorry, it's a cough. I'm going to go ahead and give him the stab. Wow, the stab. Who could have seen it coming? What is this? Mm-hmm. I guess he's <laughs> coming. Oh, man. Cursed. What? Hey, there you go. Mm-hmm. And you get sneak yeah. attack. Yep, <laughs> I think you have Fenner's weapon tonight. Uh, so six. What's your sneak attack damage? I'm scrolling to it. It's being a jerk at me. Mm-hmm. Changed out this dice color after that disastrous week. <laughs> there we go. Hey, so that looks like thirty-four. Yeah. Nice. All right. So with uh, uh, well, so Gopher, do you want to describe how you uh, stopped this golem? Oh, well, after missing a bunch of times and my first main weapon bouncing off of it, I shove my uh, short sword directly into its ankle. And uh, the magic uh, rumblings of death overtake it, whatever that looks like for a golem. The Achilles heel. I would just call it the Achilles golem. So you you stab it and... Achilles, Achilles. It it seems to kind of short and and stop 
uh, in its tracks, uh, and it looks down at its ankle, and then shortly afterwards, it is swarmed by all kinds of stabbing modrons and tridrones who you see are not doing any damage to even the dead, mm. the dead creature. That's fun. <laughs> uh, you hear uh, victory cries, uh, or you know something that sounds like a cheering, uh, that quickly turns to sadness as they, uh, in pairs, go and retrieve the the uh, the, the wreckage of their buddies. Uh, the tridrone uh, again uh, approaches uh, the group and kind of. Uh, holds out its hands uh, and says something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rocket is going to minor illusion some treasure overflowing in her hands to try to encourage the creatures to reward us with treasure. <laughs> nice. Uh, they look startled and stunned, but only for a moment as they try to grab the treasure. (laughs) (laughs) And and I like wag my finger at them and point at them and then point at the treasure and then point at me very emphatically. (laughs) And they, they nod. Yeah. They see the treasure and they're trying to get it. (laughs) Uh, Throws her hands up. (laughs) <laughs> maybe show them the mushrooms we're looking for we're looking for mushrooms right uh, yes that is one thing but everything I show them they, they think it's real and they want to either attack it or eat it or do something so I guess it's not working some people just can't talk to you <laughs> exactly uh, Vigorn is going to point down this way and then we like shrug his shoulders like uh, should we go this way uh, Fenner, do you see any tracks or anything leading from monsters? Fenneral, yeah, uh, slide his uh, shield back over his 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 back and uh, crash down and and take a look at Rocket's suggestion. Yeah, give me an investigation or perception check. I will help you with your investigation. Uh, I, I'm going to have to go perception. It's so much better, even with help. <laughs> what do you need help investigating? <laughs> Seven, uh, 21 perception. Yeah. Um, okay. So you look at the ground. Um, you see the recent tracks of Samodrops. And then you look a bit closer and you see older tracks of modrons and then going the same way you kind of shake your head no they're going the other way and then you you kind of shake your head and you look even closer and there are more sets of modron prints this this seems to be a normal thoroughfare for for these modrons They, they seem to be almost as if they're on patrol and then you, you, lost, that's the only reason be first. you look really close. There's one print that stands out and you see it multiple times, multiple ages looking at it. It looks like the, the same Modron has been through here multiple times. 
And there seems to be one particular who's been here longer. Uh, I don't know if he's collected more to go with them or or he's he's been traveling separate from them. It's, it's difficult to know. Can we tell if it's uh, can we look at the footprints that the triangle, the upside down pyramid guy is leaving and see if he's the same guy? Uh, yeah. So you, you're looking at its foot and the, the tri drone is kind of has approached gopher it's basically like going up to each of you and like saying the same thing and trying to see if like anybody you know (laughs) can understand it um you see as it walks towards gopher um and it's lifting its leg fenner you see there's like some sort of uh gash or divot in it and you're looking down at the footprint and it's got you're pretty sure it would make that same kind of like gash uh, based on on our our little our little leader buddy here, it would appear, appear to be he's the one who has been, made this circuit numerous times, going back and forth. Can't tell if he's if he's patrolling or looking for something, and he just keeps covering the same ground. Well, do we follow the tracks to the other part of the patrol? Before we do anything like that, Roger just gets a wild hair up his ass, and he's going to pull out a gold piece and offer it to one of these Modrons. He wants to see if they'll eat it. Uh, So you pull out a gold piece, uh, and um, let's see. Is the the minor illusion of the treasure still up, or is it? No, that's been dismissed. All right. So they, they look disappointed and they go back into their ranks. Um, they're not really looking towards you, Roger. There's one Modron that's like standing next to you. Um, the rest of them are, are just kind of they seem to be saying the same things over and over, kind of restless in formation. But there's one who like the sound of you pulling it out of your coin purse and like the 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 tinkling of coins against each other. The one next to you kind mm-hmm. of like perks up a little bit and turns and looks at you. Um, and then it, 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 it looks at the coin and, and it, it does that like guilty, like, Oh shoot, I'm in formation. And it looks forward. And then it looks back at you. And it's doing that. Like I wave it at it with like, it's a cookie, you know, you want it. And it, and it goes to like reach out really quickly. Like, I'm sure if I do this, like the, the, the Sarge of the, you know, whoever's in charge of the formation won't see me. So it like reaches out really quickly. Like, come on, give me do you, do you give it Hello? to him? Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm holding it. Out. I want him to take it. Yeah. It grabs it really quickly. Um, let's see. Okay, so I have no idea what a Modron eats, but it's going to eat this coin. <laughs> um, so it really quickly, like you hear the the chomping and like tearing of metal, um, and that catches the attention of the Modron next to it, who like turns, <laughs> like the one next to it was like you know super uh, information. You can tell it's tired, but it's still like you know doing its best to stand up straight. It hears that sound and it it starts looking around and it looks at the Modron next to it, who's chewing information. And it says something, uh, and the the Modron who it like didn't get the coin but heard it is now like pushing at that Modron like what the heck, dude? Like where? What what are you <laughs> eating? Like where did that come from? Uh, 
And it's it's not saying anything, but it's just it starts chewing faster. <laughs> Very poorly, Roger reaches into his pouch and like tosses a coin at it. Oh no! Give me make an attack roll or like a strength or dexterity. Check. This is this is just to see how on target it is. Nice. Not very. So you toss it. The Modron, who is like you know pushing its buddy, sees it, jumps up in the air. Uh, let's see how they do. Nice. Uh, not a, not a natural one, but real low. So jumps up in the air, misses it kind of hits itself on the head, falls back in formation, and the coin tings off of this one in the middle of formation. Who turns and looks at it, and everyone else turns and looks at it, and then they start, there's a there's a, a big brawl. Minions <laughs> dogpile. Yeah, <laughs> <exactly>. <laughs> How is the, uh, the leader reacting right now with all this happening? Yeah, so they all uh, group up and they're they're fighting over the the coin. The minion hears or the the tri drone hears the commotion and runs over, and you hear it uh, like its voice had been like much softer, like trying to communicate with you all nicely. And then it's it sees this, and you hear its voice kind of like you know deepen a little bit. And it, the the words are a little man voice. Sharper. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, you you hear it yelling something at these creatures who are fighting over the coin and it walks over there and it starts very angrily like shoving the the monodrones uh it seems back into formation <laughs> oh roger is very satisfied with himself <laughs> uh and then the, the tri drone goes back to like trying to somebody somebody ate it somebody ate the coin um but they they go back to formation um, and everybody's like kind of shoving at that one. Uh, well, the two mono drones, um, uh, the tri drone goes back to like trying to com- communicate with you all. Oh, well, if only we could read minds. It looks like they like to eat coins. That's good to know. Well, do we want to do anything else here? Um, Vigorn is going to try to uh, draw pictures. And try to, uh, you know, use kind of like pictures to tell a story um, about them. And he's drawing drawing a picture of the party, like Vigorn and Raka and Gopher and Roger Rabbit and Fenner. And that we're, you know, on a journey to find uh, this, uh, uh, basically doing a little comic book, basically, for these Modrons. Uh, and we're looking for, he's going to draw some mushrooms uh that kind of thing so uh and and some sort of uh, monster creature uh that we're looking for and he's going to show it to the modrons and see if they understand yeah so you're you're displaying this thing and the modrons uh at first are like oh what is going on and then the you know you're you're halfway through it um you hear two in the back snoring uh, at one point, one of them starts crying. You're you're not really sure <laughs> what happened. Um, and then once once you're done with whatever that is, there's just like clapping as they're they're all like clapping. Um, uh, there's there's like some cheering, and that's that's yeah. <laughs> I really want to ask: Does somebody have a banana to offer them? A banana? 
<laughs> Banana. <laughs> did, did we notice anything useful on the on the um r- robot that we destroyed? By the way, you uh, probably nope, nope. I can't remember a time in a motor is ever useful to anybody. <laughs> that was uh, kind of a let's let's spice this encounter up. So there's no. Mm. Uh, there's there's nothing uh, from the golem that seems to be useful. <laughs> All right, so they're cheering my little comic book that I drew, but they don't seem to understand that uh, uh, we are looking for this thing. They were very entertained by <laughs> the images. You, you get the sense they it's it was kind of like unexpectedly going to the movies. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> one of them's eating popcorn <laughs> if they'd had it they would have uh but yeah there's there, there's no Bighorn, i think that's a pretty good idea why don't you draw what we're looking for draw some arrows going away from it with a question mark i don't know if they'll recognize a question mark but maybe that <laughs> would indicate to them that we're looking for a direction okay a truck uh, dude I'll draw a compassed rose with que- with question marks on it and point at it and then look at shrug like well, I don't know where I'm going. <laughs> uh so at at that uh the the tridrone seems to like say something but you hear the monodrones uncharacteristically say just start talking and say they're they're saying the same words. Um anybody who'd like to give me an intelligence check. Oh, this can no. only yeah. end well. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. I, I will give an intelligence, just a straight up a intelligence check. Nice. nice. Straight up intelligence check. Okay. okay. Awesome. A 10. Yep. <laughs> I mean, all righty. There we go. <laughs> Thank you, Finner. Thank all right. you. Finner with his minus one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, it's an intelligence save, but I'm guessing your, is it a, it's a minus one. I'm guessing your intelligence is not much better. My intelligence, is, my intelligence is eight, so I get a minus one to any roll. Okay, that's so fine. I would I would have ended up with a eighteen no matter what. Okay, so with an eighteen, Fender's kind of been watching and observing and listening. Um, you've only heard about five different words from the rest of the monodromes, um, but in chorus, they seem to be saying the same word over and over, and they're like kind of talking to each other and pointing and like shrugging the uh the tridrone kind of like makes a gesture they they quiet down after a bit and they go back to you know murmuring or muttering a couple of the same words point this out and then say i i I can recognize the pattern but i have no idea what they're trying to get that um, so you see the tri-drone kind of points Fenner in the direction that you were looking and you know the, the footsteps came from that direction and it kind of shakes its head and shrugs and then it points uh, in the direction you came from from that tunnel um, <laughs> and shakes its head and shrugs and it, it points in this direction and it points in this direction I'll just say the word. So it's it, so the the only place that it's not kind of indicating that that there's a negative is the one to the south. No, it, it pointed in every direction and it made the same gesture. 
that was very helpful, old fella. I do appreciate it. I just say the word that they've been saying in unison at them, like loudly and clearly. Uh, okay, give me a performance check. <laughs> nice. Yeah, you're you're pretty good. There's only it's like just one thing off, like a syllable or something that's not quite right. Uh, it's maybe like a so they speak in like pops and clicks. So they're like you can't quite get that metallic. Uh, resonation that the the constructs can but it's pretty close um and so once you say that um they they all they it seems like all of a sudden oh now you can like they're like oh yes and they say the same they repeat it back to you and the tridrone comes over and and seems to like like now like oh you you can you can speak our language mm-hmm yeah, I nod emphatically and say it back to him again with a big smile. <laughs> they're like, finally, somebody understands us. <laughs> uh, they're they're crowding around. One of us. One of us. <laughs> yeah, so I look over at the party and just kind of shrug and uh, start trying to say the other few words that I've heard them say. So uh, now that you're like you, you said one word fairly well. The the tridrone looks at you and kind of makes the same gestures that Fender has. Like, is it that way? And and like sh- shrugs, points in that direction, shrugs, and looks at you or looks to you. I just point at him at the tridrone, and it looks well. It's, so its eyes are on its body. It just kind of stops. And like looks both like cross-eyed, like it's trying to look at itself, and it looks back at you, <laughs> and it like makes it like a what? <laughs> Roger looks over at Gash and says, "Gash, do you know where the demon that we're looking for is?" <laughs> uh, so Gash slowly creeps out. He's been watching this whole thing, uh, and he says, um, "Roger jumps on him apparently." <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no, uh, I, I don't. Um, it's all very strange. Never seen these creatures before. I, I think we've met Wait, the first creatures so- that are dumber than us, unfortunately. <laughs> all right, so you mean you tell me you've been here before and you've never seen them? No, no, no. I've never been here before, actually. I, I uh, uh, came from uh, the maze. And uh, I've been there for a while. Uh, lost a good bit of memory uh, from being beat up by the Minotaur's vague recollection of before. Not not quite sure, though. Roger is the only one who actually speaks Abyssal, so he nods along with what Gash is saying. And he says, yeah, he says he's to the south. <laughs> Excellent. Yes, let's go this way to the south. All right. Uh, does anybody need any healing? Because uh, uh, just in case, uh, I don't think any of us actually got hit. Uh, uh, poison, uh, got the poison. Yeah, Gopher and oh. and Vigor got poisoned. Yeah. Was it bad or was it pretty light? Uh, it was like nineteen points of damage. So it wasn't light. It wasn't terrible either. Um. Let's see. All right. 
Gather around me, guys. Where are you at? I will give myself seven points. I was also going to also going to say, you know, while we're talking to the the creatures, um, maybe we could do a short rest while we're here. I don't know if that's allowable. Sure. All right. Well, so spend about thirty minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, I I think that's totally fine. Um, and uh, I mean, even during the the conversation with them, some of you could have been resting and uh, doing all that. Or thirty minutes afterwards, like it, it doesn't matter. It's fine. Mm-hmm. So if anybody wants or needs it, I can empowered healing you. I mean, I'm fine. Like nothing happened to me. Um, well, basically, if you roll a die to regain hit points while you're around me, I can use a sorcery point and allow you to re-roll that die. So if anybody rolls really poorly on your hit die, like a one, mm-hmm. let me know and I can let you re-roll that. Just let me know if you want to use that. Nice. Egorn, did you want to use it? Uh, no, I'm good. Okay. I mean, I have plenty of sorcery points right now, so if you wanted to use it, you're more than welcome to. Alright, and I'm back up 100%. Alright. All right, so you all have rested. The the Modrons don't seem to, you know, need to, to like, stop and rest like you all do, but they kind of wait around for a little bit. Uh, the the Tri-Drone keeps, like, kind of asking questions or something. It keeps, you know, trying to talk, and then eventually it just makes a gesture um, and says something, like, puts up a hand and says some long string of, of sounds. And then the, the Modrons, yep, yeah, boopity boop. And then the Modrons form up, and uh, the Tridrone uh, stands at the front of the the formation, and they march off. Bye, little friends. Yep, I'll feed you more coins if you come back. <laughs> I guess you don't know what that means. <laughs> Roger will just chuck one random gold coin at the back of their formation as they march off down the hallway. Uh, you see the one in the very back turns and runs and books it, picks it up and like runs back to the formation, chewing the, the coin. <laughs> oh, they're adorable. Hey, buy me right. hungry chickens. Buy me hungry chickens. And it, it wasn't like a graceful, like sprint and pick it up. It was like a, it pretty much fell on its face and slid and picked it up and then got back up and ran back to formation. Going on it like it's a piece of gum. Perfect. Exactly what I wanted. <laughs> I love my little minions. All right. To the south. And Roger is pointing to the north. All right. You head in that direction? Mm-hmm. We are absolutely heading to the south while pointing to the north. <laughs> heading to the south. Are you all pointing and heading in the same direction? <laughs> uh, Vigorn uh, says, oh, Roger, this way. <laughs> As he heads south. <laughs> All together. <laughs> All right. So everybody heads in the same direction. <laughs> yeah. Double checking. I don't think any of Just us has any idea what direction to head. <laughs> I still have 30 minutes on my Draconic Spirit, so I hope you run into something in the next 30 minutes. <laughs> All right. So uh, you travel 
for several miles. Um, on and off, you you hear the sounds of howling in the distance um, mm-hmm. on the, the last day. So it takes you about two days journey. Um, sometimes it seems like it's really close. Sometimes it's further away and echoing strangely through the tunnels you're traveling through. Um, eventually, you hear the sounds of fighting up ahead. Um, are you just walking towards these sounds or would you like to move stealth? Vigor will take us more than 30 minutes to get there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is two days worth of travel. Two days. So we would have had long rest. So I will take a long long rest. rest. Yep. Absolutely. I think that's fine. Uh, um, uh, Vigorn um, will, as soon as he hears the sound of battle, if it's within a mile, he will release his. He will uh, create his little cannon creature. Mm-hmm. It'll be tiny that he can hold in his hand. And he will also offer to uh, send the drone ahead to see if uh, we can find out what's going on. Now, the drone can't speak, but maybe it can use sign language. With his 22 would follow at a, at a respectable distance behind the drone, being a little bit more careful not to be seen. Yep. And he he'd indicate to the rest of the group that he was gonna that he was gonna scout ahead with, with the drone. I was gonna say I've kind of built myself at this point to be uh an effective scout. Mm-hmm. So is the party sticking together? You've got some pretty good stealth rolls. Uh oh yeah, I didn't roll stealth, my bad. Uh, <clears throat> to roll with dis- disadvantage on stealth if Vigorn wants to <laughs> stealth <laughs> the squeaky armor there I'm at 27 I would like to stay out way ahead of the party uh, and if I see something whatsoever I'll just click my heels and run back to find everyone Nice. just to clarify when you say way ahead do you mean 10 feet 20 feet 30 feet how far ahead will you let me go? <laughs> All right. Well, so I'll just be looking for secret doors and traps away mm-hmm. and moving at regular speed because I don't get disadvantage on anything from moving at regular speed. Mm-hmm. So, so here's how this is going to go. Uh, <laughs> Gopher, you, steeth, you stealth out ahead. You hear the sounds of, of roaring and, and fighting. Um, Gopher does not come back. Yeah. Does my drone come back? Uh, your drone does come back. Yeah. Oh, and it does makes, my does <laughs> does some little like drone dancing? Mm-hmm. And it, it tells you about some fighting. Okay. Does it say where? Uh, uh, does it say what happened to Gopher? Like, is uh, did Gopher like uh? Uh, I asked, did Gopher, uh, is Gopher safe? Uh, uh, let's see, uh, is Gopher dead? And, and I tell it to flip over if Gopher's dead. <laughs> um, it, it, well, you, so what were your instructions to it originally? You said, like, go scout ahead and. And report back uh, what it sees. Okay. Um, yeah, so it told you what it saw. Uh, Gopher was, was not a part of those instructions. No. 
So it, it tells you tells you what it saw. Programming completed. Okay. A battle ahead. Yep. And I'll be right back in a minute. Okay. I'm going to go grab a little snack. If uh, I can step away. Ah, I wonder what we're going to run into. I am super confused. You disappeared into the ether. Still too good. Well, apparently I kept going in that direction and never found anything or was like shot dead. So we'll find out. <laughs> Sorry about that. Are we uh, we taking a short break or uh, somebody ran to grab a snack? Yeah, uh, back. OK, back, back. Still here. <laughs> All right. Uh, daughter going to sleep. Um, okay, so uh, Gopher does not come back. The drone tells you about uh, some fighting up ahead. Um, what would y'all like to do? You should probably stick together as we move closer to the scary sounds of howling. Yes, and, and yes. rescue Gopher. Avenge Gopher. Got it. Fireball the next thing we see. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> sure. I mean, that's 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 a way of handling it. Yeah. So as you, you travel through the tunnels, uh, Fenner, you're able to like pick up Gopher's tracks. Um, it seems the fighting and howling seems to be getting louder and up ahead at like a overlook, you see Gopher kind of sitting there, uh, pretty well camouflaged. It takes you a moment, um, but seems to be watching over the overlook, uh, where the sounds of fighting are coming from. All right, uh, Finner would sneak up to Gopher and just lightly touch him on the shoulder to let him know he was there. All right. Does everybody else move out as well? Mm-hmm. Stay back about 20 feet, but yeah. Okay, Roger is staying back about 20 feet. We'll, we'll put Chibbit back uh, back here. Uh, I think you need to move the rest of us to the next map. Yep, yep. I'm just positioning you before we before we do that. Oh, okay. So, so give you a good description. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You know, so, if there's, I don't know if there's a rock outcropping or something to hide behind, but yeah, staying back about 20 feet, just sort of peeking out, seeing what's going on. Okay. All right. So with that, we'll, we'll switch over to this map uh, and you all can see what Gopher saw and maybe why Gopher didn't move. Um, so here you see the sounds of combat. Um, there's uh, roaring and uh, all, all kinds of stuff going on. There's, there's howling, there's fighting, there's like uh, the sounds of combat. It's, you, you see it's fireball time. You see this creature suddenly run forward towards this one. And that's where we're going to end the session. Another creature. Oh. <laughs> nice. But, but it's fireball time. Ah, <laughs> uh, but we're we're out of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, the puppies! But it's fireball time. It looks like it's kaiju clash time. <laughs> nice, good stuff. Speaking of uh, puppies, 
Um, let's let's put some of those out there. Uh, let's see. Oh, you deleted my fireball. I, I did. Yeah, it just it didn't belong. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna put some of these out here. Are so, these gaseous friends? Um, he does not. Uh, like as you all move out here, actually, you know what? Let's let's do that first. So before we end for this session, you all are looking out at this scene. Um. Yeah, I'll, I'll read this because we'll, we'll have to read it next time to refresh what's going on. As you move forward, the sounds of furious battle grow louder. The tunnel ends at a ledge 20 feet above the floor of a large cavern, giving you a perfect view of the conflict below. On the shores of an underground lake, some imagination required, a pack of frenzied gnolls and hyenas surrounds a demon standing nearly 20 feet tall with massive arms, clawed hands, cloven hooves, and the head of a bull. This is a Garistro whose heart Viseran Devere has instructed you to claim. Leading the gnolls is a figure of fearful countenance, 12 feet tall, with the head of a snarling amber-eyed hyena. He wields a massive triple flail whose whirling heads smash into, well, okay, we'll get there. Hold on. Um, all right. And, and I imagine the little orange things are the mushrooms. Uh, maybe, maybe. Um, but uh, I need a wisdom saving throw as you're you're witnessing all of this. Uh-uh. Sounds oh, like uh, insanity time. Would you guys look at that? Would you look at 19. the time? Uh-oh. <laughs> All right. Is is this everyone's final roll? Uh, I don't have any way to unroll. Roger, would you like a flash of genius? I haven't. Been uh, I'm going to use this. I'm going <laughs> to use this. Oh my god! I only get. I rolled two ones. It gives me a fifteen. Yeah. Roger, would you like my flash of genius? This is. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but sure. This is not a magical effect. Um, so, uh-huh. what, what is our ending result here? Uh, well, if I give Roger a flash of genius, when you or another creature you can see within thirty feet of you makes an ability check or saving throw, you can use your reaction at a plus four to the roll. Okay. So that would take me thirteen plus two to fifteen plus four to nineteen. A nineteen. I mean, it's a plus four roll. I mean, it's a d four roll. So. Oh, it's I'll a do D4. It. I thought you said plus. Oh four. no! What did it do? It rolled a nine. No, 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 no. Uh, sorry, that's a plus. That is a four. I did roll a four. No, no. wait, well, no. So it's supposed no, to. No, be... no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, can you link the ability? Four. What? Uh, hold on. What is your intelligence sorry. modifier? Plus four, right? I made a mistake. Yes. Uh, okay, so it is a plus four. Yes, it is a plus four. four yes, to the roll. So there you go. So, Roger, so it takes me to a total of 19. Okay, so there you go. All right, so the result is uh, this, which will uh, resolve uh, next week. We'll roll okay. We'll roll some stuff on a table, and nice. we'll, we'll, see, uh, we'll see where we end up. Sounds good. Interparty conflict. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys, I didn't have Rock and Gopher, I didn't have time to give y'all guidance before you rolled, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, something tells me something very bad would have happened if one of uh, the powerful casters had been uh, 
whatever that effect is. Mm. The mm-hmm. good news is uh, you all were stealthy enough rolling up Gopher especially out in front that uh, they don't seem to uh, have noticed you or be paying attention. To so just out of curiosity, did Gash look excited, apprehensive, scared? Uh, like, is he happy to see his family? Is he like, no, I want no part of this. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll see you next week. Oh, <laughs> okay. Okay. My inside of plus zero is going to come in handy. Well, next we'll- time. The dice will on decide. Roger Ball Z. <laughs> I guess my wisdom save result is why I didn't run back immediately. That's that is what I was counting on. Yeah. <laughs> Saw it and went. <laughs> yep. Awesome. All right. So thanks, y'all. thanks for playing, and we'll we'll see what happens next week. Later, guys. Great game. Thanks. Yep. Have a good have time. a good one. <laughs> you guys. Thank you for joining us tonight. We hope you enjoyed the game. The intro and outro music is titled Battle and was created by Symbolbird and is licensed under the Creative Commons license. You can find this music at soundcloud.com slash symbolbird slash battle. The music was edited by me. See you all next week.